and welcome back to another episode of Shockwave Solutions, where we present real-life actionable insights to direct response marketers. Today, we're going to cover running productive team meetings. Uh, this is one of the challenges that we see time and time again with the companies uh, we work with, and it's a well-known fact that every company has team meetings where they're drowning in meetings that are simply not effective, not productive. They feel like a waste of time. Nothing gets accomplished. Ah! So how do we take people out of those things? Um, to where they're actually running at a meeting that is addressing the most important things, that's dealing with solutions, and also, you know, in, in engaging for the team members to be a part of, or they feel like they're contributing. Um, and I know, Emma, we've tried a number of different things over the, over the years, um, and we've refined some of the tools that we've used to make them even more effective. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about some of those tweaks that, um, that we've made and continue to implement. Sure. I really like that Colin and Mackenzie are on the call because Colin actually helped me design all of the things that we do for our meetings. And I'll get into that and I'll let him actually talk about it some more. And Mackenzie has gotten to experience those things both at Shockwave and client meetings. So um, I'd like to start off with um, having an agenda, a clear agenda is mm -hmm. super important. I'm going to let Colin get into the specifics. And I'm going to get into the high level of what I like to see in effective meetings. Number one, I like to have an agenda so that we, I'm ADHD and I'll go all over the world. Number two, I like to have um, someone on the meeting who's not the person running the meeting, kind of keeping track of things so that when I do go rogue and start talking about little birds, they bring me back in. Um, I also don't like to be a stickler for time on meetings. Um, not that I want meetings to run over. If we have a meeting that ends at a certain time, I respect people's time and it ends. But if we have someone talking and what they're talking about is an issue or a problem or, or anything like that, I don't want to say, oh, your five minutes is up. I want to give them the time and the space that they need. And if we need to end the meeting um, because our time has run out, we can book another meeting to continue on. I don't want people to feel stifled. The final component to the meetings um, portion is a lot of people say most meetings could be an email. And I do think that there are places uh, and times when it could be a an email. However, I think that especially with remote teams in direct response, if you can communicate via email, Yes, that might be a time saver, but building rapport and trust is so much more important. And we do that over the time spent that we spend on Zoom and on Skype, et cetera. Et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I think that it's a powerful, meetings are a powerful tool to build trust, to build vulnerability, to build the um, ability to hold each other accountable. And like Mackenzie, what's one of your jobs? Who do you have to hold accountable for, for your biggest role here at Shockwave? Yeah, I definitely have to hold a lot of people accountable. I mean, running social media, everyone on the team, um, even doing some customer service. I have a whole other team that I have to manage as well. And I think it's really important to always stay on track. And I definitely even like to emphasize giving kind of power to the people on my team. You know, I mean, I know I can talk and hold a whole meeting and say what I want to say, but I like to give power to the people within the meeting to let them speak on what they're actually doing. So, you know, it can be more productive in that way. That makes sense. Um, by the way, uh, she probably doesn't, probably doesn't want to say anything, but she has to hold <laughs> me accountable, which I'm pretty sure is terrifying. 
So, and, and I am the worst at, like, if I don't have people really on top of me, I'm all over the place. So, um, Colin, I'd love for you, you helped. So one of the meetings that we have, it's part of scope scope is our operational framework. We have something called wave, which is, um, operationally how we have structured the inside of vision for our clients. And then we have something called breakers, which is part of the execute component and how we execute things. Breaker is a meeting that we have every week internally and every other week with our clients. It, this was named, and I'm going to drop Meredith Shirk's name. She one day was telling me all mm -hmm. about surfing and waves and, and oh my goodness, just the entire concept of surfing just was so in my brain as she was talking about it, I was thinking about how you keep teams together cohesively. And then I went on recently, I went on a weekend trip with her to Puerto Rico and she was going even more in and we added even more. Um, so Colin helped me design Breaker. I, I went round one over it and then Colin came in and he said, what about this? What about this? And he's more of a people person. I almost said pleaser, but he's not a people pleaser. For sure. He's a people person. He knows how to um, communicate very effectively. Um, and so I'll let him talk about, uh, how we run our meetings at Shockwave and how he's taken that and next leveled it. Thanks, Emma. Uh, yeah, I could dive in and share a little bit about how we run our, uh, our breakers, our weekly team meetings. Uh, and, you know, I love the part that you brought up first and foremost, the most important thing is having an agenda. I've seen so many teams run meetings without agendas, and that's probably the most easiest way to have an unproductive uh, and extremely boring uh, meeting that doesn't really get anywhere. So here at Shockwave, we have a very clear and defined agenda on how we run our weekly team uh, breakers. We begin the meetings with wins, where we give everyone an opportunity to share either a personal win, uh, a professional win. Or, uh, this is a new thing we started doing here, is we give them an opportunity to share a lesson learned that they might have pulled from a certain challenge, a failure, or a mistake they made this past week, right? Because we want to create a culture where people are not just afraid to make mistakes, but people are actually empowered to look at how can we draw lessons learned uh, from the mistakes that we make? And how do we actually celebrate that learning process and then share that with the teams that everyone else in the team can also learn from that as well. Uh, so after the wins, then we'll dive into uh, what we do uh, is we review our quarterly goals, right? So we'll pull up our quarterly goals. We'll look at, you know, what are our goals that we committed to as a team for this quarter? We look at, are these goals still on track or are we off track with them, right? If we're on track, great. If we're off track, then we'll move that over into what we call our signals list, which I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, but we try not to have too much discussion going on here. This is just a quick overview and review of are we on track or off track with our quarterly goals. We'll leave a lot of discussions in the uh, the signals list section of our meeting. That way we can keep uh, the flow of the meeting going rather than just getting distracted on a bunch of side conversations. So we'll review the quarterly goals, then we'll move into the next section, which is what we call here at Shockwave our movers, right? Which is a list of tasks uh, that our team has committed to and these are specific tasks that move us closer to completing these quarterly goals right so we review the uh list of movers from our last breaker so this breaker today from, since the the last breaker last week we'll go through we'll look at are these tasks completed or not right we'll give everyone the team an opportunity to share if they've completed their movers um if not 
then quickly exploring why it wasn't completed, what the roadblock was, um, and if more time is required to discuss, we'll move that to our signals list. Uh, after the mover section, we'll dive into what we call team headlines um, or department headlines. This will vary depending on the structure of your business model and how you structure your companies. Um, but this is an opportunity for each team member to provide uh, high level updates or headlines on their team or their departments or clients that they're working with. Right. And this is this is not to get into the you know the smaller details of what was done and what wasn't done. This is about providing high level updates that's necessary for the entire team to know and understand in order for us to operate as a team and execute moving forward together. Right. And so we'll provide any of those high level updates, headlines, if there are any major roadblocks or things that need to be uh, brought to surface, we'll bring that up here as well. And then we'll move that into uh, the signals list. Next section is our signals list. So here in our signals list is where we um, surface all the uh, all the things that need attention from our team. Um, these could be roadblocks, anything that uh, needs attention for our team so that we can uh, solve for, plan together, discuss in order to come up with solutions uh, so that we can continue to execute and move things forward along. Right. So everything from uh, if any of our quarterly goals were um, off track, if any of the movers had any roadblocks, any highlights from our departments or our clients, these all get brought into the signals list. This is the opportunity. This is the this is where the real discussion happens in this meeting. Right? And this is where we get the entire team to really engage and uh, problem solve together. And uh, yeah, and that wraps up the, uh, the, the agenda of the meeting. Following the meeting, we pull all the list of all the action steps that uh, we've been able to compile from all the discussions, and that becomes the mover uh, list for the next breaker or for this current breaker uh, for the team. Awesome. Yeah, so, so this, we, just to point out for a second, all of the words are, yeah. so signals, that's a surfing term for something everybody needs to have their eyes on. Um, breaker is a break in the wave that um, where the wave is most likely to change. Um, so all of it, it, I'm not a surfer, by the way, I could not surf. I, I think it would be funny if I tried, but I would get my hair wet, so I won't try. Um, <laughs> but um, but again, little plug to Meredith's shirt. She uh, The first time I talked to her about this, I was in Hawaii, I sent her a picture of the surfing god. And she called me and she just was going on and on while I was writing um, our, our book scope. So that's where I got all this. And then second time, Puerto Rico, like I said. So just she she wants to make sure that I give her credit for that. So <laughs> give credit where credit's due. Go ahead, Travis. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing too, is like um, a lot of different things out there that structure meetings, you know, they're very structured and they work maybe for more concrete businesses. But the thing is, Indirect response, everything's fluid, everything's moving, things change from moment to moment. And so I, I really, I love the idea of this organic ocean of movement because everything's constant movement, constant chaos. And I mean, that's a lot of times water seems chaotic a little bit because it doesn't, it's not stable. It's not standing still. You can't come back to it every time and go, boom, here it is. And, you know, brick and mortar businesses or that type of stuff feels a little bit more concrete sometimes. And so I like that this fits more of the flow of direct response and internet marketing companies, businesses, because things are very dynamic. Things are flowing, things are changing, media is going up. You know, there's all these 
you know, elements of chaos that are kind of managing around and rumbling underneath the surface that you can't see until you spend time to really dive into it. Um, so I, I love that ocean theme of it as well. Um, what were some of the reasons uh, that we've made some of these changes to come into this path? Because, um, you know, we, we try different things, right? We're always, we're open to trying different things and seeing what works. And a lot of the tools that were out there just didn't really seem to fit. So as we were struggling through those things on what's really going to fit for internet marketing businesses that we work with, you know, what were some of those pain points or the lacks that helped us create, create this, this process and organizing our meetings? That's a good question. Um, so it, there was the, the first, first and foremost, the biggest issue that we had was finding the time in 90 minutes to discuss everything that absolutely needed to be discussed because mm -hmm. we we are coming into like we definitely have some maintenance clients for sure but for the majority of our clients when we bring them on they're in a situation some type of turmoil some type of problem that they're dealing with whether it be merchant account issues or cash flow issues fulfillment issues like we've seen it all um low low profitability due to improper operations so we were having a hard time being able to connect on all of it so we just kept trying different things and then in addition to that the remote side of things mm -hmm. is tough because you know Jack and Susie talk at the water cooler every day. And so they have pieces of information. Colin and Richard, if they're not staying at, um, in Texas with me working, may not talk to each other for a whole week. They may not, they literally may not speak from breaker to breaker. Mm -hmm. So how do we make sure that everybody has enough space and time and we're talking about high level things? And we've created an entire system around this to keep in communication without having to constantly be communicating. And that's kind of where this all came from is how do we run a remote team dealing with a lot of traumatic crap? I will say this some, sometimes like it's, it can be, I remember when we started shockwave, I used to be like sick to my stomach three, four days a week, at least. And we found a way to deal with issues and problems very, very quickly and effectively. And part of this definitely came around effectiveness. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, is there, from uh, either Colin or Mackenzie, is there anything else that you guys have experienced, um, you know, maybe something different or maybe something that you really appreciate about the new these structures of these type of meetings um, on how you get out of it from people attending meetings, right? Like. It's not always like some meetings don't always feel valuable. And so, you know, how, how do you use this compare to other things where it's a value for your time? Yeah, I think, I think one of the most important things about uh, the changes we've made here was getting it to a framework where everyone is engaging in the meetings and actually mm -hmm. contributing and providing value in it, but also contributing the necessary details, updates, and information. Right, because I've seen a lot of unproductive meetings where people just provide updates, just provide updates, but those updates yep. don't actually. Can we translate. talk about? Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> those updates yeah. don't translate because you didn't have the proper people in the proper meetings. You had people yeah. that were not at the level that they should be, so they were lost the entire meeting. They have nothing to contribute, so they make up some bullshit that wastes everybody's time. So it's important to be evaluating who you're adding to the meeting because it's not fair to them if they are not up to par with 
the meeting type. And it's also not fair to your other team members that are to be listening to absolute nonsense because they just want to contribute something so they don't have to feel stupid. And you're making mm-hmm. me feel that way. So you're not doing anyone any favors, but th- sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, that's super key. It's, it's having the right people on the meeting and, and being okay with, Hey, we have someone that shouldn't be on that meeting, just letting them meeting so they can get back that time and work on something that's actually productive for right. the team and the company, rather than, you know, having them sit on that meeting and waste an hour or half an hour of their time. Right. But uh, yeah, I think that's an important piece that as leaders, we need to constantly be evaluating is, mm-hmm. um, who's in the meetings and is the updates information everyone's contributing? Is it actually valuable or not? Does it actually move things forward? That's great. Mackenzie? Yeah, I would say that I also like really enjoy these breakers because, you know, you know, we don't talk a lot, like Emma said, being remote, but sometimes you run into roadblocks and it's cool that I can bring up a roadblock and we work as a team to kind of go through it and find solutions for it rather just being than just talking to one other person about it. So I definitely appreciate that and working through that. Love it, love it. Cool, well, I think um, we should probably wrap up today. Um, you know, this, I'm assuming we'll we'll have some of this content on our website here pretty shortly. And so if you guys want that, you can definitely jump back onto uh, shockwavesolutions.com forward slash blog uh, for some of our current updates on this and other topics. So cool. that, thanks. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. <laughs>